Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, February 20th, and we have completed week 7 of 2023. As a reminder, we have released our January 2023 Insights Report, The Numbers Tell the Story. This is a recap of how the travel industry performed last month. This report is not an opinion piece, but it's based only on the facts through numbers released by the Airline Reporting Corporation. We look at their data and we provide the analysis to you in a simple and easy-to-understand manner. You can access this report by visiting businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. Travel technology giant Sabre has seen corporate travel rebound so far this year after suffering a setback in the recovery during the final week of 2022. Sabre's CEO Sean Menke said that last year had been an important step forward in the global travel industry's recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic, although demand for travel was impacted by several factors. Menke went on to say that Sabre sales through TMC so far this year were about 9% points above December levels and had strengthened week by week into early February. Sabre achieved revenue of $2.5 billion in 2022, up by 50% compared to the previous year, which was driven by an increase of global air, hotel, and other travel bookings. These improved sales helped Sabre cut its net loss to $457 million for the year, which was a 52% improvement on 2021's deficit of $950 million. TMC Corporate Travel Management has seen travel demand remain strong so far in 2023, with no signs that economic factors were impacting the recovery. The Australian-based company said it had delivered record revenue for the first half of its financial year up to the end of December 2022. Revenue for the TMC was up by 79% year-over-year to €188 Euros. CTM added that it was enjoying strong momentum for the first half of 2023 due to more travel activity from both new and existing customers. The company said that its European operations had achieved a record profit in January, despite the month being seasonably weak after picking up significant client wins in the region. The TMC expects to benefit from a very strong growth in Europe in the coming months, with the region set to become the largest contributor to the group's profit in the second half of the financial year. Air India, the flagship airline of India, is readying for massive operational expansion, placing two of the largest airline orders ever for both a South Asian and international airline. The first is a $34 billion order to Boeing that includes 190 Boeing 737 Maxes, 20 Boeing 787s, and 10 Boeing 777s. This also includes options to buy another 50 737 Maxes and 20 Boeing 787s. If all the options are exercised, it would come to 290 airplanes for almost $46 billion. According to Boeing, when the deal is finalized, this will be the largest Boeing order in South Asia and the third largest Boeing order of all time. At the same time, the Tata Group, which owns Air India, placed a separate order for 250 planes from Airbus, which includes 210 A320neo narrowbody planes and 40 A350 widebody aircraft. According to Airbus, that order will mark a new era for the country as the all-new long-range aircraft celebrates its debut in the Indian market. 
Small Mexican airline Aramar said it is closing down due to financial problems after failing to recover from the pandemic downturn. The regional airline operated 21 routes in Mexico and flew to Texas and Havana. It specialized in flying routes between Mexico City and beach resorts. Aramar said in a statement that it had not been able to recover from financial difficulties stemming from the global downturn in travel caused by the pandemic. Mexico City International Airport said in a statement that Aramar owed over $27 million in fees, services, and other debts. Now, a news that impacts the travel industry. Thousands of Lufthansa passengers were left stranded last week after an IT system failure caused delays across the company's airlines, Austrian, Brussels, Lufthansa, Swiss, and Air Dolomiti. During the construction work in Frankfurt, fiber optic cables belonging to a telecom service provider were damaged, causing an outage in Lufthansa's IT systems in Frankfurt Airport. Germany's air traffic control agency is diverting all the flights from Frankfurt, the country's busiest airport, due to the issue. Lufthansa was working to rebook flyers for free on Wednesday and covering hotel accommodations and also allowing for those domestic flights to switch over to rail service. And if that wasn't bad enough, Lufthansa said that it plans to cut 34,000 flights from its original 2023 summer schedule. The news comes as the German flag airline experiences persistent staff shortages. Additionally, the report indicated that a total number of cancellations may rise further as cancellations across Lufthansa's subsidiaries, such as Swiss and Aerowings, might be added. A spokesperson later on also confirmed that Lufthansa continues to grapple with the lingering effects of the staffing crisis across the aviation industry, and this has caused Lufthansa to remove some of the flights from its summer schedule to mitigate disruption and inconvenience caused by last minute flight cancellations. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. Etihad Airways and LL Israel Airlines have added reciprocal loyalty program benefits, both airlines announced last week. Members of Etihad's guest and LL's loyalty programs can earn and redeem points on each airline's flights. Etihad guest members can redeem flights for LL flights starting at 6,000 miles for economy class, 10,000 miles for business class, and according to the airlines, LL can redeem points in Etihad starting at 800 points in economy and 1,500 points in business. The airlines agreed to a code sharing relationship after the UAE and Israel in 2020 signed agreements to allow direct commercial flights between the two countries. Hotel sourcing system BTP Automation is partnering with AI travel technology supplier Grapevine to use their respective offerings to help travel management companies improve hotel attachment rates. With the collaboration as BTP influences TMC hotel negotiations, Grapevine in turn drives those recommendations to travelers. BTP in recent weeks also announced a partnership with TripKicks to add to its hotel data to TripKicks messaging offering. Travel management technology provider TripStax has bolstered its ground transportation product by agreeing to a partnership with Journey. Journey's proprietary platform supplies multimodal transport options through TMCs, online booking tools, and GDSs through white label solutions and APIs in Direct Connect. TripStax has developed a module stack of tech applications built around the core, a central data processing system that manages customer profile, booking, and finance data. The move to integrate Grand Transport is part of TripStack's strategy to augment its technology propositions with relevant and complementary solutions and content. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. 
Airbnb has the answer for all the skeptics who claim for years that it was a typical Silicon Valley unicorn. The short-term rental giant in 2022 recorded its first profitable year. Airbnb said that it had its most profitable fourth quarter at $319 million. That was part of the company's first profitable full year and has generated $1.9 billion in net income. That compared to a net loss of $352 million for the full year of 2021. The company attributed its fourth quarter profit mark to revenue growth and cost discipline. Fourth quarter revenue grew 24% year over year to $1.9 billion. Full year 2022 revenue climbed 40% to $8.4 billion. Hilton has opened Canopy by Hilton Toronto Yorkville, marking the brand's Canadian debut. Canopy by Hilton joined a global portfolio of more than 35 sophisticated boutique hotels. Canopy by Hilton Toronto Yorkville is an incredible property to mark the brand's Canadian debut. The 184-room hotel was inspired by the neighborhood in which it sits. The Virgin Hotels New York City has opened its doors ahead of its official grand opening this spring. The 460-room hotel, located within the 39-story tower at 1227 Broadway, offers accommodations with floor-to-ceiling windows, extra-large showers, and amenities like a mini-fridge and smart TV. Most rooms range from 277 to 770 square feet in size. The Sky Lounge, an event space with an outdoor observation deck, is located at the hotel's 38th floor. The cocktail bar, available for private events, overlooks the Empire State Building. Low-cost airline Breeze Airways is expanding its operations with 22 new non-stop flights from 20 different cities. The airline, which was founded and is run by JetBlue founder David Nealman, will now offer 143 non-stop routes between 35 cities in 21 states. Breeze will fly the new routes on Airbus 220's E-195 aircraft. German airline Condor Airlines' first U.S. flight using its new Airbus A330neo aircraft equipped with business and premium class arrived at JFK, where the airline recently relocated to Terminal 7 alongside its partners Alaska Airlines and JetBlue. The aircraft will replace Condor's previous generation of Boeing 767 aircraft. All three cabins will offer high-speed broadband and onboard connectivity. Bluetooth headphones can be connected to the in-flight entertainment system. And now in some technology news. All Nippon Airways has renewed and expanded its distribution agreement with Amadeus. The deal ensures that the Amadeus Altea Passenger Service System, PSS, supports all ANA international flights across reservation, inventory, ticketing, and departure control. As a significant expansion of its partnership, all ANA domestic flights will also be migrating onto Altea, including the domestic airlines currently hosted on ANA's in-house PSS system. Amadeus technology will bring ANA and these flights onto a single platform, enabling the airline to decommission its in-house PSS system by 2026. JetBlue has agreed to a new contract with tech giant Sabre to continue offering its flights through Sabre's GDS. The deal also sees multi-year renewal of Sabre's passenger service system agreement, which will help JetBlue to offer a more tailored customer experience and capture additional revenue opportunities. The airline is also investing in Sabre's Digital Connect APIs and Digital Experience e-commerce platform, as well as enhancing its loyalty capabilities through the Dynamic Rewards product. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. 
You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Thank <laughs> you.